Noah Gittle writes, I just listened to your take on the David Stearns press conference, and I've got to disagree with your fundamental takeaway. Stearns said he expects the Mets to be competing for a playoff spot. To my ears, that's not the same thing as being a playoff team, which seems to be how you interpreted it. I did, by the way, and I listened to it again, and I still interpret it that way. All Stearns is really saying is he expects the Mets to be in a playoff race, likely for the final wild card spot in September. It's just a different way of saying they'll be playing meaningful games, as Sandy Alderson used to say. I appreciate that you had an optimistic reading of it, but I think we have to be clear about what he actually said. I don't even think my interpretation is optimistic. It's more, I think he's telling us this is our expectation for this season. We expect to be a playoff team. If we're not a playoff team, this season is a disappointment. And and I think what we need to get used to is that we're in a new world when it comes to the Major League Baseball playoffs. You know, growing up, and not even growing up, but five years ago, making the playoffs, you'd have to be a really good team for the most part. Obviously, you could find your exceptions. The Cardinals in 06, winning a bad division by only winning 82, 83 games. Even the Yankees in 2000 only won 87 games. So sure, there have always been exceptions. Even the Mets in 1973, if you want to go back further. Like, yes, there are exceptions to being really good to make the playoffs. But a select few make it. And with this new format that we have, where now we have three wildcard teams, it feels different. And so I think the expectation of being a playoff team, I don't want to say it's along the same lines as the NBA and the NHL, because I don't know if it's necessarily gotten there, but we're not that far off. I mean, when you really think about it, we're looking at six playoff teams. You know, the NHL is looking at eight playoff teams. We're not that far away from it. So I think when our expectation or the general manager or the team president's expectation is playoff spot. It's different than seven years ago where 90 wins would have to be that number. If I had to sit here right now in late January and say, okay, what's the number? And I know this number may change throughout the season. We'll go back and forth about it, but what's the number that's going to take making the playoffs? I think that number is about 85. Like that's, I think at the beginning of every season, I'll probably look at it that way. 85. Now, will there be years in which 81 may get you in? Yeah. I mean, look through the history of the last 10 years, and I've done this because I'm that big of a geek, of what the playoff format would look like if it existed five years ago. And I found, Pete, on numerous occasions, under 500 teams making the playoffs as a wildcard team which we have never seen in the history of baseball in a normal 162-game season, that's on the table. So it's possible we're going to run into a season in which an 80-82 and team makes the playoffs, and vice versa, we will run into a season where that number, it may need 90 to make the postseason. But I think in general, 85 is the number, and 85 is not that big of a number, even when your expectations are low. Well, listen, I think the Mets right now over-under is 80-and-a-half, uh, for the season. So if you're telling me 80 wins gets into the playoffs or could potentially be that, let's go this year. Let's let's try it this year. <laughs> let's go, man. Yes. 80 wins in the playoffs. <laughs> so I think the year I came up with was 2014, the year before the Mets obviously got to the World Series. That was a year in which the Mets would have missed the playoffs by like a game or two in 2014, where I think the last playoff spot was an 80 or 81 win season. And the Mets won in the high 70s that year. So we're going to see it. Like I'll tell you that right now, we are going to see a year in which an under 500 team makes the playoffs. Raymond Pierce agrees with Noah. Basically, my listening comprehension sucks is what they're trying to say. 
Raymond writes, Evan, he said the Mets would compete for a playoff spot, which is not the same as saying the Mets will make the playoffs. Your inability to listen well is explained when one studies history. It's called the philosophical concept of corresponding truths. <laughs> Where humans see what they expect to see, hear what they expect or wish to hear, and not what is real or true. Truth and reality are abstract concepts and therefore cannot be known by humans, albeit facts can be known and are reflective of truth itself. I like Raymond. He's bringing the facts right now. If the Mets finish five games behind the last wild card spot, it may be said they competed for a wild card spot. I hope you're able to understand this. <laughs> I still I still don't think I heard what you guys heard. I still think I heard, not because I wanted to hear it, I still think I heard David Stern say, our expectation is to make the postseason. Well, I'll tell you what I didn't hear. He didn't say, we expect to be bottom feeders. We're going to be last place. Like, I know he's never going to say that anyway, but that those words were, we're going to try to compete all season long. Like, he could have spun it a lot of different ways. So the fact that he's putting playoffs out there, the the tone of his voice, you got to take that for what it is. I, I know that we as negative Mets fans always think the worst and always want to read into things. This one, you don't have to. Yeah, and i just tell you my expectation, not even finishing this offseason yet because I still want them to add a DH. I still think they need to add a bullpen arm or two. So this offseason isn't over, but it doesn't even matter. And this goes back to something I was saying a few minutes ago about the new world we live in with the playoffs. My expectation is to make the postseason. If the Mets are not a playoff team this year, I'm not going to spin it as some kind of positive. Like, it will be a massive disappointment. Are there ways this season can feel good? Are there ways where we could have high expectations going at a 25 while also missing the playoffs? Yeah, I'll admit that. Like, there could be a scenario where Luis Angel Acuna comes up, where Drew Gilbert comes up, where Mike Vassell looks really good, where Christian Scott looks really good, and the youngins come up and make an impact, but they fall short. So two things can be true at the same time. I would still be massively disappointed they didn't make the playoffs, but I could also open my eyes and say, you know what? I feel good about next year. It, and funny, I brought up 2014 before. That's how I felt at the end of 2014. I'll never forget a night in September. I was dating my now wife, and I dragged her to a September game on a rainy night in 2014 where the games were meaningless. And I was explaining, yeah, we suck. We're not going anywhere. And I said to her, I'm not an optimistic guy, but this team is about to come. This team is about to become really good. And she said, well, how do you, like, what's that based on? And I said, you can feel it. You can feel it with the youth of this team. You can feel it with Jacob DeGrom's emergence as a rookie of the year. You can feel it with Matt Harvey coming back from Tommy John. You could feel it with, we've got this big pitching prospect named Noah Syndergaard. And so I was optimistic at the end of 2014. Now, that didn't make me happy at the end of 2014 because I was still disappointed they were a sub-500 team. And I think 2024 is different in terms of payroll and the hope that we had from two years ago, which also raises those expectations. But I remember at the end of that season feeling good. Now, I certainly didn't think they'd be in the World Series the following year. I wasn't that optimistic, but I was optimistic about where the franchise was going the youth we were witnessing, and my hope for 2015. And clearly it wasn't unfounded because look where they went. So 
yeah, I can see at the end of this season being disappointed in the overall results, but having this sense of confidence of, wow, I feel good where this is about to go. And that's even before our dreams of Steve Cohen signing big free agents. You know what I mean? So so I think that's certainly on the table. So I have a, a, a mailbag question now that I just came up with. Because you painted a... So it's a Pete Hoffman mailbag? Is yeah. this from Pete yeah, of WFAN? Yeah, yeah. The Hoff.com. All right. Uh, all right. So it it just popped up because you made a very compelling you know, point right here where we can feel excited. We can feel excitement about this team. All the young kids being called up. But say, and we kind of had this conversation back, I think, early on. If this team is, quote-unquote, like David starts competing for a playoff spot and the and the playoffs come around or the um, the trade deadline comes around and we s- choose to stay pat and just call up the young kids rather than make an impact trade, is that going to be satisfying to you? Because we're at a crossroads almost. Like, I could see and envision the young kids making that major step in the near future too. But I also really want to always win every year. Yeah, I think uh, there's so many factors to that question. Number one, how good are we? Are we just in on the per, like the peripheral of a pennant race? Are we two games under 500, but a game out of a wild card spot? Are we legitimately really good? What are the flaws of this team? What do we need? Who's available at the trade deadline? Like, there's so many things that would kind of alter how I would feel about it. Like, if this team is a game out of first place. And we are a legitimate playoff team and clearly aching for one more arm in the rotation. I would probably be banging the drum. Hey, we're close. Let's go for it. Yeah, the plan was for the future. But wow, this team's a lot better than any of us could have thought. And we're close. Let's go for it. And then obviously depends which starting pitchers are available. You know, is Cleveland trading Shane Bieber? What kind of year is Shane Bieber having? So there's a lot of factors that could kind of dictate that. So it's... It's a big hypothetical, but I can definitely see scenarios where I'm banging the drum, let's go for it. But I can also see scenarios where I'm like, you know what? Let's not get nuts here. Let's not do something completely stupid. But hopefully we have to answer that question. Hopefully we're not answering the questions in July about selling. (laughs) I don't want that. 